A new study shows that tropical fishing grounds and potential deep-sea mining locations could overlap as tuna species migrate due to climate change. The study, published in Nature NPJ Ocean Sustainability, says the total biomass for big eye, skipjack and yellowfish tuna in the Clarion-Clipperton zone is predicted to increase between 10 to 31% by mid-century. Potential deep-sea mining could also take place there. Seafood organisations are now calling for a pause on deep-sea mining, including the Global Tuna Alliance, whose industry partners account for roughly a third of the global tuna trade. The lead author of the study, Diva Amon, speaks with Caleb Fotheringham. We know from previous modelling that tuna are migrating eastwards in the Pacific Ocean, away from many Pacific small island developing states' exclusive economic zones into the high seas and eastward. And so we wanted to look into what the overlap might be between potential tuna fisheries in the future and essentially the potential industry of deep seabed mining with this uh, changing ocean as the sort of seascape for it all. And what we found is that these two industries are on a potential collision course set against climate change. We are seeing that big eye, skipjack and yellowfin tuna fisheries are going to increasingly enter the CCZ. Populations there are going to increase but from 10% to 31%, which is a pretty substantial amount. And that means that if deep sea mining is happening in that area, where they are going for a climate refuge may actually be very inhospitable to them. And this could be deeply problematic for management of the high seas in the future. And also potentially have implications for economies, well-beings, livelihoods, and of course, biodiversity. So what are the potential conflicts that could happen with tuna fishing and deep sea mining? There's a few potential conflicts. So first, there is the issue of the impacts to fisheries from deep sea mining. So we know that deep sea mining would generate two plumes from the actual mining activity. And one of them, we're not sure at what depth it will occur yet. It could be at the surface. It could be a few hundred meters down. It could be at the deep sea floor. There are no regulations to determine what depth that will be put back in. But that plume will contain sediment, it will contain water that is of a very different chemistry and temperature, and potentially small pieces of metals. And that plume could essentially have quite an impact on tuna, perhaps impact its feeding, its breathing, its vision, increase the fish's stress hormone levels, and cause potentially illness or migration away from the area. Then we also know that mining is going to be really noisy, very, very, very noisy. And so, again, that could result in physiological and behavioral impacts on tuna, as well as the prey that they depend on, because, of course, this is a connected ecosystem, right? And then we also know that this plume potentially, as I said, could contain metals, some of which can be toxic. And that could actually become incorporated into the deep sea food web and end up entering our seafood supply. And even if there are only low risks from this accumulation, it could still have a negative consumer reaction. So there are potentially, as I said, you know, implications to economies and so on for Pacific small developing states or coastal Pacific states that that fish in the area. And lastly, there could actually be physical conflicts. So We know that if deep sea mining occurs, there will be an increase in the number of vessels in the Clarion-Clifton zone, and that could cause a conflict with fishing vessels in the area. 
And these impacts could end up changing who can be able to participate in activities there, probably with fishing vessels ending up squeezed out, perhaps. And that could end up having further knock-on effects on biodiversity. So, for instance, we know that tuna are responsible for these really complex relationships with seabirds where they help each other feed in the high seas. And so, again, things like that could be impacted. So, really, there are a lot of potential conflicts here. So, obviously, deep-sea mining is such a new industry. There's so much unknown about it all. Mm -hmm. Could it be possible that the effects that it will have on tuna fishing could just be quite small? So I think that answer will depend on the scale of the mining and how the mining takes place. And we don't actually know how the mining is going to take place. There are estimates, and those estimates look to be incredibly damaging environmentally. And then in terms of the scale, again, yet to be seen, but the scale that we're looking at is essentially going to be one of the largest um, exploitative activities in the ocean, stretching, you know, a million square kilometers from Hawaii to the coast of, to the exclusive economic zone of Mexico. So this is not an inconsequential area. So any activity, especially one which is essentially going to cause irreparable damage in that ocean ecosystem, that probably is going to have some knock-on effects to tuna fisheries. We don't know the extent of them yet. And there are so many unanswered questions, as you pointed out. That's because of this lack of basic scientific knowledge and understanding. You know, many scientists are asking for more time to be able to answer these critical questions so that if deep-sea mining does move forward, we can manage it in an effective way. And it seems like seafood groups it's almost off the back of your study have called for a pause on deep sea mining yeah exactly so recently there's been a um, statement released from a number of um, seafood industry groups and that actually includes the global tuna alliance whose partners account for 32 percent a third of the global tuna trade and the sustainable seafood coalition which represents about 45 seafood organizations. So these are some pretty big players in the seafood um, industry and fisheries. And they have now come out and said they are concerned about the risks of deep seabed mining. We don't know enough to know that we won't cause significant harm, including to fisheries. And so calling for a pause for the move from exploration to exploitation. Is this the first time these groups have come out and said that? Exactly, it is. So previously, some years ago, the only fisheries organization to have made any statement on deep seabed mining was the Long Distance Advisory Council out of Spain, but no other fisheries group has. So this is a pretty big deal that many of these seafood industry groups have now expressed caution and caution to the point of calling for a pause or a moratorium. <laughs> 